welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. This is a show where no topic is off limits. Every week, we will be raw and real and give you real life scenarios to help create the relationship that you desire. Welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. We are your hosts, Tim and Jamie Holloway. Good job, honey. Thank you. We were fighting over who was going to start the podcast. And I was fighting that you were, because you always do. And, and I was saying, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, so you better start. <laughs> I, I'm kind of noticing a common theme with us, is we never know what we're going to talk about until we get on here. We don't. Okay, so I do know something I want to talk about. Okay. You ready for this? I am ready. So, insert Christmas music here. You should totally insert some. That'd be really cool. I think I can. You want me to? You should. You should edit and put Christmas music in. That'd okay. be super cool. Um, this is where the Christmas music goes. Wow. I thought we were going to get like, legit Christmas music. No, I was singing, so I remember remind myself when I edit. Oh, cool. Yo, Tim, this is where the Christmas music goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so... This year has been so different for us. I just wanted to kind of talk about it, why it's been different, how it's been different, kind of the feelings, because, you know, those there's those feelings around Christmas time. They've been completely different this year. So I swear our children have an emotional trigger to Christmas trees. They do. They legit do. So that's like last year I really didn't notice it as much, but this year I totally noticed it. So we're super stoked. And excited, and we get the tree, and I think we talked about that um, in a previous episode. So we are getting the tree um, set up and everything, and um, we do the lights just to make sure that, you know, they're... I'm anal about it. They have to look good. Jamie, don't let no kids do lights. (laughs) I don't even like letting kids do the ornaments. Yeah. She's like weird. She's like standing around like, no, don't put that there. And then the next day, I, I do get to a point. This year I did really good, though. Um, I just like, whatever. I don't even care. And then the next day I went and re- reorganized everything. That's the key. So if you are a crazy, anal, retentive, whatever, <laughs> and you have to have the ornaments in a certain place, like do it with the kids not present. That's really yeah, great advice. It is. And I think next year I'm just going to do it myself when kids are at school, which I think they'd be devastated. But at the same time, after the experience this year, like, it was not fun. Yes. So, like I said, the children have an emotional trigger to Christmas trees. So, what I feel like doing with that Christmas tree is throwing it right out the window and setting <laughs> it on fire. Yes. It like So, I mean, Christmas has been different anyways this year because of everything going on. Um, and we're not even going to be at home for Christmas, which will be my first time ever not being home. Um, Because we're going to go see my family for Christmas. But, like, we're in in an Airbnb. And we can't just, like, bring all our decorations over because there's no room. Um, So we have no Christmas decorations up. So I was so excited for the tree because I'm like, that's the one thing we're going to get this year. And we even put it up a week later than normal, which was really hard for me. Um, But I was like, that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. At least we're getting a tree. And so I'm all excited for this, and we get all the ornaments out. You and I put the lights on, and, like, Jordan 
I mean, he's 14 and a boy. Like, he doesn't even care about this. And we've struggled with him for a few years to do the ornaments. And so this year it's like, whatever. Like, I'm not even worried about it. So he wasn't in here doing it with us. It was just the girls and us. And for many years, I have sat on the couch and I hand ornaments to each kid because they will fight over ornaments. And it's not fun. So if I just hand it out, then there's no fighting. But this year I sat down and, okay, guys, you ready? We got the lights on. One of our daughters just sits there with her back to us. She doesn't move. She doesn't acknowledge us. And the other one walks over slowly and just looks down at the box of ornaments. <laughs> so, major, major trigger to Christmas trees and Christmas seasons and hanging ornaments. So, yes. He- but, okay, real quick before you keep that thought. So, when you and I got together, um, we we cleaned out our Christmas decorations and Christmas ornaments. Because I'm sorry, I did not want to have Christmas decorations and Christmas ornaments that I had with my ex-husband. And I definitely didn't want the Christmas ornaments and Christmas decorations from your ex-wife. So we wanted to start over. So we did. And it was really hard for kids. And we didn't do it around them. We did it when they were not present. But then when we went to do the tree three Christmases ago, they were like, where's this? Where's that? I want this and I want that. And they just didn't understand we tried explaining it, but so there was, a, there's always been a lot of frustration that their old ornaments aren't there, which I mean, come on, there's ornaments from two households, like, and decorations, like you can't use them all just logistically. So there's been frustrations with that for three years now. <laughs> for three years. So this year, I guess it brought up the memories again. I'm not really sure, but it's probably, I would guess related to that. And so here we are. Happy times, right? Got the tree up, got it all ready. We got the lights on and we're just like happy as can be. And our kids are miserable as hell. Yeah. One of them walked into the bathroom like bawling. Like, and we just let her be, you know, whatever it is, she has to work through it. You can't do it for her. But it was like, we're just decorating a tree like what's going on and the other one like she didn't start crying but she was mopey and very sad and slow yeah. that's just how the two of them show their sadness very different from each other yes so in the holiday seasons it's a little bit hard because you have all these memories so here's what i'm doing i'm putting myself in the kids shoes for a second And I'm thinking, they are thinking about Christmases of the past. And Jaden's thinking about her mother. Brooklyn's thinking about her father, maybe. They're both thinking about their previous ornaments. And so the event that happened kind of comes back and they feel the feelings again. Yeah, and it's sadness. Like with Jaden, when she finally opened up, she's like, I just wish my mom was here. Totally understand that. You know, I'm like, you can't be afraid to tell me that you wish your mother was here. Like, that's, like, I'd be worried if you didn't want her here. You know, like, you should want to to have these experiences with her, you know. Um, and I've told her that many times because it's completely normal. You know, and with Brooklyn, like, 
For her, I think it was more so about the ornaments because that's what she kept going to. Maybe it's her father. I don't know. Um, but for her, it was just, but this was my favorite ornament. But that was my favorite. But where's this? Just not understanding that I am not with her father. You're not with her mother. Like, we're together now. And it needs to be us. And it's a hard change for them. Yeah. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head where it's like, okay, we can't really particularly control our triggers per se when they happen. We can recognize that they're present and they're there. We can make positive choices, you know, all those things. But you said to Jaden or you thought to Jaden, it's really okay to share whatever you're feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't want her to ever feel like she can't share with me that she misses her mom. Like I don't want her to ever feel that way. And I've told her many times over the last three years, two and a half years, it's okay to miss your mother. It really is. It's okay to share that with me. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Like it would probably hurt me more if she didn't miss her mother. Because if it was Brooklyn and she lived with her father full time and she didn't miss me, like that would hurt me so much. And so I just want her to realize like it's okay to come to me and say, I wish my mom was here. Yeah. I wish she was experiencing this with me. Yeah. I think um, so where we go wrong. I think we handled that pretty good. Um, but I think where we can go wrong is so we deny their emotions, right? What's wrong with you? Gosh, you're so ungrateful. Go to your room. Get out of here. Get out of the room. You and know, I, and yeah, I think a lot of parents go to that naturally. They don't want to deal with it. You know, what man, like in our situations, because we've taken on each other's children as our own, like, like, would I want to sit here and listen to her whine and complain about wanting her mom? It's like, well, you got me here. And, or for you, like, why would you miss your father? Like, you got me here. And, like, no, like, let's just freaking face the emotions. They have a mother and they have a father. That's reality. They love them just like they should. Yeah. It's okay to admit it. Yeah. So I think creating a culture and a, a, um, a culture in your home that it's okay to share your feelings is like really, really powerful. Like I, I don't have that yet with Jaden because I don't know if she wants to be tough with daddy or whatever. So when she's going through something, I will ask her a couple times and then I'll just leave her alone. And then, for example, the other night, so I left her alone and then she goes right in and she talks to you about it. Mm -hmm. So even though it doesn't happen with me, um, I'm creating the environment in a safe space where it's okay. But even though she doesn't come to me, it, it doesn't hurt me none because I know that I'm creating the safe space, the environment, the place. I know that after I ask her what's wrong and she can process everything that she can just walk right over there and talk to you about it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there is something really unique with our situation because a lot of times it's quote unquote, the ex or the other parent, like that's not the situation we are in, especially with your ex. I could be in a room with your ex and I'd be just fine. I could have a completely civilized conversation like, it was almost kind of weird um, 
it was shortly before we moved out of our house. Um, she actually sent me a, te- um, a text and was like, hey, Jaden told me about this these two soups that you're making. One is this and the other, she said she, that you call it the new soup. And she's like, I would love to make those. They sound really good. Can I get the recipe? Uh-huh. And I, I read that and I kind of just left it there. And I talked to Tune about it and I'm like, that's weird. Your ex is coming to me for a recipe. But then as I processed it and I thought about it, it was like, that's actually really cool because it shows the level that we're at. We can be civil with each other and we can be like, hey, can I get that recipe? Are we besties? No. Will we ever be besties? No. But we can have a civilized conversation. We can text each other. I'll send her pictures of Jaden. She sends me pictures of Jaden. How, co- how, how come you can't be besties? I mean, you have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. I just said that right now. That was pretty good, huh? <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, our listeners will find that quite comical. <laughs> she still can't speak. <laughs> I was talking about me and Jaden. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I might have ruined the whole podcast with that. I don't think we're recovering. <laughs> so this is a Creating Love Together podcast. Why are your eyes so red and watering? <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm like, wow, honey. So, yeah, it's just creating the environment and the, <laughs> the culture with your kids that it, their feelings are validated. And so it's okay. Well, and I think, like, especially with Jaden, because she doesn't see her mom a whole lot, unfortunately. We live in different states. We live quite a ways from each other. And so for her to see me and her mother, <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> um, sorry, we're still not over that comment. Anyways, for Jaden to see me and her mother being able to get along, like, means so much to her. And I know her mom is, like, there have been several times she's like, you know, thank you for being such a good mother to Jaden. I know how much she looks up to you and she thinks you're so amazing. And like as a mom, you have to be super secure in yourself to say that to another woman. I don't, I don't know that I would ever say that to the kids a stepmom. However, I've never had a single conversation with her, never had a, you know, said a single word to her. Um, so that's different. Um, but for your child to be able to hear you say that about the quote unquote stepmom, because I hate the step terminology, but to the new, the new wife, like to be able to say that, that's, that says a lot to the children. It really does. Yeah. So we got back to children again, but that's okay. Um, you know, there was one thing that I remember is. And I know because I've worked with troubled kids my whole life that time and consistency, you know, will win the kids over all the time. But it didn't really dawn on me until probably the last three or four months that it, the time and consistency and the the stability, the track record has finally paid off as far as me with our bonus kids, my bonus kids. Yeah, that um, the investments, the the being present, everything has now where um, they love me. They do, 
And I've noticed that even just since being here, um, it's been really cute because Jordan, he's sleeping in the closet and it has been, it's weird when he comes out of the closet, it's so hard (laughs) not to, you know, tell that joke. Yeah. (laughs) He's 14. He's at that age. Like here's our son coming out of the closet. (laughs) Um, but it's been really cool because, you know, we'll say goodnight to the girls. They'll be in the living room doing their thing. And then we'll go in the bedroom. And every single night, Jordan comes out and talks to you. He's not talking to me. I mean, he he does. But he comes out. He sits on your side of the bed and just has these conversations. It might be about his girlfriend. It might be about farting, like whatever. But he's having these conversations with you. And he's always had this relationship with you but never to this extent. Yeah. So in the beginning, like he was very resistant to you and you're like, I'm going to win him over eventually. Like who can help but love me? <laughs> Is that how I put it? Something to that effect. Yeah. I'm easy to love. So you are, you're very easy to you, cause you're very lovable and you're very caring and genuine. So, but with him, like, it's just really, I've really noticed it since we've been here. So that's just making those daily deposits. So back on Christmas, is oh, there anything yeah, we else? we were talking about Christmas. We were. So we are definitely going to have a white Christmas. Well, back we won't in. be here for Christmas, though. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It is, like, beautiful and snowing. Well, not snowing at this current moment, but there's white everywhere. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've... My favorite time of the year is the Christmas season because I love the feelings of it. I love the Christmas music. I love the um, the movies and the decorations. Like, I just love it. Okay. She loves the movies. Oh, my goodness. Like, Hallmark and Hallmark is all we watch. <laughs> I was about to say Lifetime, but it's just Hallmark and Hallmark. It's just Hallmark. They are the cheesiest positive, happiest movies that you would have ever seen in your life. But you have to admit that when I watch those before bed, I don't get murdered in my sleep. She doesn't. So she's highly sensitive to bad dreams. So I'm all for her watching something positive. In fact, I won't let her watch any (laughs) new detective or CSI or, you know, true TV anymore before bed. Yeah, you just got tired of like having to save me in my sleep. Yeah, so I would literally, she'd be like, in her dreams, like screaming and going, no, stop. (laughs) It's just like all these weird things, you know, and so she'd wake me up and I would like come save her and, you know. How would you save me, babe? I would like come up next to you and just make you feel safe and and uh, hug you and stuff like that. And it would stop whatever was happening in your dream. I don't know. what. It, I think in your dream, it was probably this big old buff guy with a Superman and had a cape yeah, and he right. came rushing in and he rescued. That was me. You are the son of Superman. <laughs> that was me saving you in your dreams. That was you. Um, but yeah, so I just love this time of the year. But this year it has been completely different. Um, our traditions have been off. We're not, I mean, before we moved, we had decorated. Um, yes, we did it before Thanksgiving. Don't hate on me. But we had decorated and it was so fun. And then we had to move and had to pack up all my stuff and I can't decorate here. And it has been very depressing. 
Like, I haven't even listened to Christmas music. Like You did last night on the way to the post office. Yes, but um, until yesterday, I hadn't listened to Christmas music. And you know me. I listen to Christmas music like... February. Shut up. <laughs> no, probably about a week, maybe two before Thanksgiving. That's me. I have been watching Christmas movies like normal, but that's it. That started October 1st. Um, maybe. No, it was like probably, when did they start playing them? November 1st, huh? Yeah. That's when she started. Yeah. I think Hallmark started like November 1st or so. But um, yeah, it's just been a very weird Christmas. I've not had the same feelings of like, I don't want to say not having the feelings of love because I do, but like just the feelings of the season. I haven't felt them this year. And it was kind of funny because when I went to pick up the kids from school, um, I had my music on and a Christmas song just happened to come on because my phone was set up differently. And I'm like, oh, and I just kind of look around and there's snow everywhere and it just did something for me. And I'm like, I'm going to go to my Christmas music folder and I started playing it. And so, I mean, yes, it is like, December 4th, I think, yesterday. But that's, like, late for me. Um, so I'm hoping I'm kind of getting these feelings of the season. But, like, we don't have presents under the tree because they're all going to Washington. You know, I buy them and ship them there. And I don't know. It's just completely different this year. Yeah. So it is what it is. We're going to make the best of it. Yes. So how do we bring it home? How do we give them, like, an action guide or okay the way i would bring this home is is when we're we're talking about the children yes um so letting them process their emotions being a safe parent uh allowing them to um sit there and stew on it for a little bit before because the you know for example the kids don't want to break down and cry right and so yeah. they want to pull themselves together. They want to think about it. They just don't want to go, you know, and just let out this, you know, horrendous moan that would wake up the whole city. The dead. <laughs> the dead. Um, just being that safe parent and be able to process all this and and uh, stuff like that. So that's my biggest take home is just to be that be that parent, safe parent. Yeah, I think I had a really good one while you were talking, and then I got so into what you were saying, I totally lost it. But I had a really good one. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is just being grateful. I've always said you can be grateful, find things that, you know, positive things in your life, no matter what situation you're in. Um, and I, I truly believe that. I've been in some really difficult situations in my life, and I've always been able to find something to be grateful for. Even if it's, I got out of bed today, you can be grateful for that. And so one of my biggest um, take, take homes from today's episode is just being grateful. You know, you might not have everything this year. You, it might be different, but you know what? I can be grateful. I have a Christmas tree. I can be grateful that I'm surrounded by, you know, my kids and you. 
So there's absolutely. And I want to give um, the men out there an opportunity to jump in on our 90 day program. So it's starting in January. If you want to become a better man, a better husband, better father, better businessman, better anything. I challenge you to jump into this 90 day challenge and it's going to start your year off right. And in a positive direction, you are going to have accountability for other men. You're, you're going to set goals and you are going to get outcomes and it's going to be powerful for you. So you can go to create, um, actually email me at creating love together at gmail.com. That is creating love together at gmail.com. Yes. Like, Seriously, I recommend you guys to do it. This is, I'm seeing what he's creating and it's amazing. So you're going to want to participate in this. So if you guys have gotten any value out of our podcast, we would really appreciate if you could rate, review, and subscribe our podcast. It helps us to be able to reach um, a larger audience. Awesome. So this is Tim and Jamie Holloway, and this is the Creating Love Podcast, and we'll see you soon.